welcome to the EBR Healthy Podcast, Megan LaPlante. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for being my one and only guest so far. Oh my gosh, so such an people... honor. <laughs> no one has to just listen to me talking to myself anymore. It's a great honor you to know, have another voice. Selfishly, I want to be the only recurring guest, but... <laughs> I really do hope for to be the first of many for to come on your podcast. Well, um, I will say I take bribes and mm. I'm very food motivated. So absolutely. If there happens to be more donuts that show up in my mail, I will call you for a podcast. Well, I'll introduce you a little bit uh, to people who don't know, but likely I'm going to be fully transparent here. It's just Alyssa Bolsold listening. (laughs) Hey, Alyssa. (laughs) Maybe Leah. For Um, now. Look out. For now. (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone who just happens to stumble upon this awesome podcast, this is Megan LaPlante, my soulmate basically also known as my cousin yes um, absolutely. first so- and foremost soulmate second cousin <laughs> happen to be related third my witch fellow yes. witch in crime yeah or to come on that on a separate podcast i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> now they're intrigued <laughs> yes um megan lives in portland uh, not far from me here in Seattle and is basically the person I go to for most anything in life and will get mad at me if I don't tell her that I got my bangs trimmed. Absolutely. So, that is very I, <laughs> I think that pretty much sums up our relationship. Yes. Um, I have severe FOMO, but it's extra severe with Emily Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so it might be a slight bond here um and as it is women's history month and since i posted about cervical cancer awareness on my blog recently and megan is one of the ones i've talked to about pap smears in detail and my vagina and cervix and uterus and fallopian tubes all things internal female (laughs) (laughs) and external anatomy yes that too yes the whole female body um i've talked to megan mostly about it so um and i really appreciate megan's honesty and the way we approach talking about female stuff thank you um it's complicated we need a buddy (laughs) we need a buddy to navigate this weird wild landscape we have yes yes um so that's why well first of all I invited Megan because um it's Megan LaPlante and I we already discussed how much she means to me secondly I couldn't think of anyone better to talk about cervixes I still don't know if it's cervixes or service cervix eye <laughs> we'll call it that multiple um, cervix <laughs> <laughs> so here we are um and Megan LaPlante I'm gonna jump right into the first question I have absolutely let's do this which is what do you think of when you hear cervical cancer awareness? I think, hey, we got to do that. 
<laughs> it's important. Um, I think, you know, not trying to immediately diss on education because it's really important, you know, and all we're out education's out there trying to do its best but i do mm-hmm. think the cervix tends to be a little overlooked um yes. you know we're taught about periods and that's basically it and um if you're lucky if you get to learn a little bit about yeast infections and utis <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, which are a plentiful but i just feel mm-hmm. like the cervix is kind of like a really overlooked area and it's obviously extremely important mm-hmm. and um it's something that is really easy to take care of you know like yeah some things are a little bit more of a mystery and i think the cervix is pretty straightforward and it we're lucky that it is something that you know if you're going to the gynecologist regularly and you know taking care of it and making things, making sure things look good. It's a fairly easy thing to take care of. And it's an easy thing to know when something is wrong. And even after that, it tends to be a fairly easy thing to. I think it's one of those things that we just got to take care of it. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. And I will admit to, having to refresh my memory, even going back to the education piece that you brought up yeah. about what exactly the cervix does. Um, yeah. So you know, of course, no, we just hear about like, eventually I feel like you hear in a movie at some point, like your cervix is almost dilated. And I feel like <laughs> so many. Well, what I was saying before, I think actually you were saying before yeah. you got so rudely interrupted. I know that this thing was just like too much scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like cervix, what? Uh yeah, you know, we just like don't really know what they do a lot of the time until later in life. Right. Um, which is kind of silly because they're super important. Yeah, I only when I think of a cervix, all I can think of is it being dilated when you're having a baby. Yeah. That's all I know. And, and then, we're just like, we'll just worry about that when we get there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Figure out what that means. Whatever. It just is in there. Um, and then when I Googled, what does the cervix do? Literally, those are the search terms. Um, uh-huh. The first result is um, from, what is it? HancockRegionalHospital.org from their news and blog. What is the cervix and what does it do? Um, it says, it's an incredible part of the he- female anatomy It keeps bacteria out of your uterus, produces discharge to clean your vagina, and changes its positioning to help facilitate or protect a pregnancy. Man, it's like a superhero of organs and of your body. It's like bacteria, get out of here, get out of the uterus, and also here's some discharge vagina if you can just let that go. Yeah, that thing's badass, and people (laughs) should be aware of them and treat them right. You hear that? You hear all the things it does for you? You hear that thing. (laughs) Yeah, so let's all promise to do our pap smears when we need them. Literally Um, the least we can do while this thing is fighting every single disgusting piece of bacteria (laughs) trying to get in there (laughs) exactly right it's the least we can do too much of us it's like (laughs) hey i'm just gonna birth your child and protect (laughs) your insides and clean your vagina for you you don't even have to yeah yeah so you know show me some love get that q-tip thing in here um so that's what i think of when i hear cervical cancer awareness i think this thing deserves a little loving yes 
I hear you. And that <laughs> leads perfectly into the next question, which is how would you describe a pap smear, um, Boy, which pap. is, you know, showing a little love and attention, mm-hmm. I think. And let's say you had to describe that to a man. How would you do that? Oof, yeah. Boy, <laughs> that, that's one of life's great challenges, right? Trying to describe, <laughs> like period cramps or yeah pap smear because it's just a sensation that I just think it's just you're never really gonna know um, yeah right have them but I would probably start off by saying hey a pap smear is no big deal first of all I would right. say this to men and girls who ha- may have not had one yet right. um it's no big deal it's really quick uh pretty painless you know, I think the biggest complaint is it's just a little bit awkward for some and yeah. um, maybe every now and then a little bit uncomfortable, but it's super quick. But yeah, uh, boy, I guess I'd be like, <laughs> hey, ima- you know how you put a Q-tip in your ear? <laughs> like imagine that <laughs> internally in an organ in your body, but really quick. Yeah. Um, right. You know, that little like that little like earwax swab feeling. But inside your body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, I was thinking, you know, it's a very distinct feeling when the, the giant Q-tip thing, yes. let's call it, like scrapes your cervix. Because yeah. like what else touches your cervix? Not, not Nothing. Right. Nothing. <laughs> Maybe a penis. Maybe if it reaches up there. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't know. But even that I don't think is, is you know, equivalent to yeah. the little swab. I would say right. the speculum's more oh, uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. I think if, I mean, I was just trying to describe this to my boyfriend mm-hmm. about the speculum yeah. and like, what is that like? <laughs> and it's, I just know that it's cold. A nice doctor oh, will warm it for you, yeah. you know, like keep it nice and warm in their hands and then put it in your vagina to open so that they can get the giant Q-tip in there. That's all it is. It's just like, yeah. How has like a speculum warmer not been invented yet? (laughs) (laughs) Like can it be in like a cozy little box until it's ready to be used and it's nice and warm because it's like (laughs) there's jelly and it's cold and it just feels like it's going to slip out any second, which has happened to me before. Oh, no. By the way. And then the gynecologist went, oh, my God, that's never happened. And I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to hear from your Yeah. Gynecologist. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the only thing I would add to that description when talking to a man about – or someone who – let's just say someone who hasn't had a pap smear yeah, yet yeah. or will never have a pap smear. Yes. Is the – feeling of having your feet in stirrups I just think that's such a weird kind of sensation that yeah. normally you wouldn't have that's a really good point back and just like your feet yeah <laughs> it's just cold there's just it's so much cold. air that happens down oh my there. gosh yeah and yeah. I always like I always wear socks now because I used to, I don't know I used to like often wear sandals or something if I'm going to the doctor in summer and I'll just like sit there watching my feet turn blue yeah yeah (laughs) everything's so chilly and I think even if you're if you describe yourself as someone who is not modest and you're very comfortable Mm -hmm. in your body and all that I still think it's like an awkward kind of vulnerable feeling yeah yeah very exposed 
Right. Yeah. It's just the idea of spreading your legs. Yeah. And having um, like someone that you don't know that well. Yeah. Just like right in there, right in there. <laughs> and you're like, what, what is this like normal? I always wondered that. I'm like, yeah. do I look normal to you? I'm just allowing this. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, I think that's a pretty good description there it's a little vulnerable but it's super quick and it's um sometimes uncomfortable but it's so fast that you might not notice it easy peasy and the action steps I think for humanity are to find out how to warm a speculum let's like get it in an incubator and make it all nice and warm and happy so that our vaginas are a little more warm and happy and it doesn't feel like it's going to pop out. Help us. It's so warm in there. You can't just stick something <laughs> that cold in there. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, that makes me think of um, Patch Adams, the movie. Oh, my God. And he constructs that vi- giant vagina. Yeah, um, so he's like, come in. Come, come in. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. oh yeah such a great movie that's basically um, what you're doing when you're sitting in those stirrups you're like come in come <laughs> it's warm in here it's hopefully normal in here <laughs> speaking of normal Ooh, yeah exactly. have you had abnormal pap results and what was that experience like for you the year was 2019 <laughs> the yes. month was December <laughs> Yes. Christmas is around the corner. Nothing but joy. There's lights. There's laughter. There's hot chocolate. <laughs> then there's HPV. <laughs> no! <laughs> My first ever abnormal path. Yeah. N- not that long ago. Um, mm-hmm. You know, on the eve of one of the worst years in history <laughs> 2020 right, right. um yes. yeah I got my first abnormal pap and I had been getting paps you know for a while at that point so mm-hmm. it's always a little jarring when they're just like hey uh this was abnormal and my first reaction was to just totally freak out like yeah absolutely freak out I was with uh my fiance my now fiance but um mm-hmm. The best part is like, oh, no, sorry. Bye. <laughs> um, so you uh, were saying you were with your fiance when yeah, you had your first abnormal test result. I was with him and my first reaction was, yeah, to freak out. And I was crying. And then mm-hmm. he was asking me questions, you know, because we were kind of reading through the test results. And he's like, oh, what does that mean? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what this means. And so that's kind of where I'm like, I wish abnormal paps were more normalized because they're very normal um I'm learning Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it was one of those things where I was really actually kind of grateful for the process because it's just kind of like you know the more you know um um, it always helps to get more educated and sometimes we have to do it through our own experiences in a slightly scary way you know yeah um but yeah I I was really freaked out at first until going to the gynecologist and, and just being assured that like, Hey, this is extremely common. Right. And I think that's where it helps to have a a really great gynecologist that you have a good relationship with. um, And they can kind of soothe those worries for you. Right. So the, to 
clarify the like this is really normal is the fact that it was the result was that you had HPV. Or, yeah, so that's yeah. probably the more like normal part of yeah. getting an abnormal pap. I wouldn't right. say I wouldn't say getting an abnormal pap itself is extremely normal, but right. um, I'd say most of the time women probably come out of those having normal results. But yes, if they're abnormal, there's a really really good chance it's because of HPV. Right, which and is really normal. Which is normal. Yeah. Yes, I I'm following that. along, Alyssa. <laughs> maybe Leah ooh maybe others though this is a pretty enticing conversation um yeah I that I one of my questions was what have you learned about HPV and it's like I think we've Mm. talked about it before that um you know there's many strains of HPV and the because when I think about cervical cancer awareness, I also think about the HPV vaccine. That's the first thing that comes to yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. But um, then there's all this weird stuff that they don't tell you right away. And that oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> the Seriously. HPV vaccine only protects you from the more serious kinds of HPV that then can cause cancer. Generally speaking, the other kinds is what everyone basically anyone will get who is actually active yeah. and- HPV is like uh like like the mcdonald's of stis like it's just <laughs> yes. everywhere it's everywhere yes. you can get it any time of the day anywhere <laughs> it's always open right. uh, we got all kinds of stuff at all of them you know uh yeah and i think that kind of like rocked my world when i was told that my pap was abnormal because of HPV because my immediate thought was, wait, I got Gardasil. What yeah. happened? <laughs> what happened? Vaccine? What was that? And then my gynecologist is like, oh no, no, that you know, that that protects you from strain one, two, three, and four that are super evil. And then there's like a yeah. million others that you can still get. I'm like, oh, right. well, that would have been probably cool to know. To know. <laughs> yeah, just. I had the same exact reaction when I I got my first abnormal pap, pretty much the first one of the first ones I had after I was first sexually mm-hmm. active. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting that call. I wrote about this in the blog post and I was in the parking lot at my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and my doctor was like, yeah, I came back abnormal. Um, that, you know, A-C-I-S-A-C-U-S or something. He couldn't even remember the term used because it doesn't really matter because <laughs> it's just like normal yeah. to get um this abnormality it's yeah. not a big deal but um he's like you know one in however many p- people your age basically get hpv I'm like wait i have hpv yeah i wasn't saying like, it outright what <laughs> yeah but yeah. i got the vaccine maybe Make i did it too late yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was really distressing um, yeah. and he didn't have the best he was such a nice guy but mm-hmm. he didn't have the best bedside manner or telephone mm-hmm. bedside manner if you yeah. will um so I was just left so confused until I still am doing research this day like wait I guess yeah I guess I did have HPV and now when the doctors ask have you ever had an abnormal pap I'm like yeah yeah I <laughs> and have. It's, it's I have and I guess I mean I had HPV, but I never got the test right. afterwards. Um, and then I 
still didn't know if I was supposed to. It just was really confusing. Yeah. Um, One of those things where you're like, well, he didn't seem too worried. Right. Yes, I'm not too worried. (laughs) Worried, right? (laughs) No, and I remember you telling me that back when that was happening. And I was like, what? I don't know. And then when it happened to me, I immediately texted you like, hey, same thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that one time you had abnormal pap? Tell me more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And I think what I have learned from HPV basically is what we've been saying is you will like, it's not uncommon to get it and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, it usually clears up on its own. Yes. And this is why we get pap smears. And um, the next time mine came back normal and yours just came back normal too, right? Yeah. Not that okay. long ago. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Yeah. And you know, my gynecologist also made a good point and she was like, she was like, you know, you, most women get paps, what, every three years? I think they just change mm-hmm. to five. But, you know, yeah. there's, like, typically, if you're having normal ones, like, a gap of time in between. And so she was right. like, a lot of people probably had it, but it's just a matter of, like, when did you have a pap and did it happen to be present in your body, you know? Right. Like, so if you're out there thinking you're so cool and you didn't have it, you probably did. <laughs> it's just, you just didn't sorry. catch it and have to go but we had to go through and freak out so good for you yeah <laughs> it cleared oh up and you didn't know it but she was basically like if you're sexually active you're probably gonna get it yeah <laughs> and it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay yeah yeah most but this is why we go to the doctor yes um, doctors are your friends Sometimes yes. you find one that's not so great and that's okay and it's annoying, but you just find a new one because yes. it's important to have a good one that makes you feel comfortable and, and yeah. good. Um, which leads me to my next question of what's your, first of all, two-part question, yes. what's your least favorite part about going to the gyno? Okay. Probably the cold feet thing. Which I fixed with the sock. Yes. <laughs> Boom. It's like when you're in an interview and they're like, what's your weakness? And you're like, here's my weakness, but here's my strength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I care too much. I, <laughs> I volunteer too much. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So cold feet. Um, I would agree with that. And I think what's my least favorite part? I think it's the confusion sometimes of how much do you want me to undress when oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like going down naked there? Like, and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we only needed the bottom half taken off. And you're like, oh, I knew that. I just love, <laughs> love being naked. <laughs> Can't help it. On, on this doctor's table, which is always like the paper and then I get sweaty. <laughs> and I'm like, people. Like, I knew that, but I just really want it to be more exposed. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, that's, that's great. Also, there always seems to be like a sailboat picture on the ceiling as if like a sailboat's going to calm me down when a speculum's in my vagina. It just doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. So we can get rid of that. Yeah. We don't um, need that. Yeah. Like put just... a picture of chocolate or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something super stereotypical ice cream. for a good reason. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream's great. Or, you know, like a bunny I don't know bunnies are cute puppies or like Sam Hewen's face like yeah for example if any listeners don't know who he is fix that immediately fix that Sam Hewen. <laughs>
we don't like yes you know know. and it's like why are the why are the offices so ugly like i was a gynecologist man that would be so cute in there like maybe a plant yeah yeah (laughs) maybe some like good looking paint and just Mm -hmm. color like make us feel happy right yeah they have like those like plastic uh vagina modules oh <laughs> gross yeah it's like my hands are literally sweating right now thinking about yeah oh my gosh I know. <laughs> or it's like or like wallpaper with like cute like cartoon IUDs or something like <laughs> oh yeah yeah like That's I would feel fun. good yeah you know I think I wrote a post I, I don't think I wrote I did write a post of um two posts actually two parts where I had a conversation with my IUD Ah uh, yes, I read with Kylina. Yes, and you know I think this should just be you know like those same eye charts when you go to the doctor and get a physical. <laughs> um, that thing should just be my. I think my post should be on the wall in I all agree. gynecological offices so that you can be entertained by yes. Kylina. Wow, that wouldn't be that hard to do. You know, yeah. Like I think yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, have a little reading material. It's cute, <laughs> funny, it's relatable. Or if you have For like, sure. you know, wallpaper with IDs, like that just say little things like, you go, girl. Yeah, like, you got this. Keep that great work. I'm so strong. HPV is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all teased for you, baby. Yeah. But overall, there's not too many things I dislike. It's just the yeah. standards. Yeah. What, so, what's the best part to you? Oh, boy. There's so many. Mm. gosh well okay uh, most of mine are going to be specific to my gynecologist so this Great. is a little bias yeah um and it might not you know apply across the board but I've had two gynecologists in my life so far uh both equally rad and both a little older which I really like mm-hmm. uh, not necessary but I just personally kind of like the aspect of you know they've just lived more life than me and things Mm -hmm. um but the one that I go to now let's start superficial I really like that she uses reusable gowns like Mm. Mm -hmm. uses these really cute cloth gowns that just are like washable so no paper stuff and Mm -hmm. even her little thingy thing what's it called the table (laughs) <laughs> has like washable <laughs> stuff so I, I like that a lot Let's, yeah you know, I like her eco-consciousness there yes um and they're cute and they're soft and that's I really appreciate that and mm-hmm. um she has like a really heavy Wisconsin accent and I yes. like that because everything she yeah. says just sounds friendlier uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but I think not to sound too corny, I think overall my favorite thing about going to the gynecologist is like the pride that I feel for mm-hmm. myself for taking care of myself. Yeah. It's like a really yes. good feeling. Yes. Uh-huh. What about you? I agree. That is my I think you just said it differently, but my favorite thing is someone looking in there and poking around in my vagina and my cervix and being like, mm-hmm, yep, looks good. All right. Yeah. Um, cause I can't do that. I really no, can't. No, really I can't. Can, 
I can like, you know, look at my skin for moles and check mm-hmm. for other things. And I, you know, I can poke and prod my body to know it's okay. But I can, really can't know how my cervix is feeling. Um, so what, like you, I feel, I feel super proud when I go and I feel relieved to know yes. that someone's looked in there with some training. Yes. Um, and it's like, Yep, good to go. See you next year. And right. that's really all that is. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, it's like, you know, 20 minutes of your life and it just feels good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that responsibility high that you get, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes me think of one of my other questions for you, which was, um, you know, so you can't really see your cervix. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I say you can't really, you really can't see your really cervix. Can't. So, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. And you can't really know what happens in there because you can't yeah. feel anything no. generally. Too high. So, <laughs> too high up there. <laughs> so if you could call your cervix, you know, give her a little jingle. Oh, it's yeah. fault. Is it, is your cervix a her? Is yeah, I think, her? I think I want, I want her to be a boy and I don't know why, but <laughs> I naturally refer to her. So yes. she is yes. a fellow okay. lady. Okay. So if you call fellow lady mm-hmm. named cervix, mm-hmm. what would you ask her? I'd be like, you all or right there? Or what would you say to her in general? You know, I would say keep up the good work, first of all. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say, uh, thank goodness you only had boring HPV. Uh, <laughs> thanks for clearing that up, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I would just make sure she's okay and she has what she needs. She's working hard, like, yeah. you know, more than we ever realized. Um, right. And then I would probably let her know that, well, I think at this point she's already knows that I, I, um, you know, found someone that is going to be in our lives for the rest of them. He's sharing life with us now yeah. and she better be gearing up to crank out a cute little baby. (laughs) Woohoo! Not yet. Not yet, Alyssa. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Our VIP yeah. listener. Uh, no, but you know, in like the yeah. nearer future than mm-hmm. than has been the case in my life so far. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like you know that that thing you see every once in a while down there is the thing that's gonna bring life to me, and then I will push it out of you. So. Get friendly with that thing. Be really um, friendly because <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> like still blows my mind. Yeah, really though. Um, I still think of my sister-in-law recently having a baby and how we all knew how much she was dilated throughout the three days that she was in the hospital yeah, um, you know, yeah we ex- all knew I wasn't expecting to get to know but I got to know and it was, <laughs> it was thrilling it's just the way to know how a baby is progressing I think um yeah which is interesting and I think if I were to call my survey mm-hmm. um I don't know what I would call her I have to name everything maybe yeah just feel maybe closer like 
yeah, Claire. Of course, it would have to be a C name because I'm obsessed with alliteration. Mm, yeah. But like, yeah, let's go with, oh, Clara. I like Clara. Yeah, she sounds very regal. <laughs> regal, yes. Um, I would call her. And first of all, n- question number one would be, do you get to talk to Kylina? And what kind of conversations do you have with Kylina? Kylina being my IUD. Yes. And, you know, what do you talk about all the time? Because you've, you've got to always be ready as a cervix and IUD. Um, you've got to you be rest. on top of There's it. There's no days yeah, off. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Can you imagine? No days off. None. Yeah. N-D-O. N-D-O. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I would echo your point about thanking her for all. <laughs> this is going to be, I think, the final segment. Um, I doubt would... it. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> the way we roll. Look out, everybody. We might talk longer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're rounding the corner. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would thank you for clearing out the bacteria from my uterus. That must be a dirty job. And I'm very grateful that we she. Yeah, I also have, I don't know about you, but my, I tend to have a lot of discharge, like just regularly. Um, yeah. And it's not, you know, they tell you like, if it's starting to look like cottage cheese, then we got to start being worried. I'm like, but at what point does it look like cottage cheese? Does it have to like be like, oh, I would eat that if I didn't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's times that I'm like, I think that's cottage cheese. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not exactly curled enough. I'm not well, sure. Well, it's not exactly something that you feel comfy getting like a second opinion on. You yeah. Know, holding up your undies. Like, hey, quick question. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Wait, first of all, first of all, do you have cheese? (laughs) That's really important to my next question. Yes. Um, Yeah, discharge is, like, also something that, like, I don't know why it's so taboo because, girls, we know we all have a ton of discharge all the time. Yeah. Varieties throughout the whole month. You have, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like your period is a part of a very ongoing, long cycle. It's, like, not just your period. Like you're in the midst of a cycle every day, all the yeah. time, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a part of that is, is discharge and it's like really important, you know, and it's like not anything to be grossed out by. It's super normal, but yeah. obviously it's really helpful too, to let you know, like what's going on in your own body. It like tells you, yeah, Hey, I have cottage cheese for you. <laughs> You might be wrong in there. Yeah, let's like go to the doctor. I might need backup. I can't clear all this by myself. <laughs> Clean up on aisle cervix, please. Yeah. I'm busy cleaning it every <laughs> single day. <laughs> yes. Um, I would, you know, I think I would ask my cervix that. Like, when can you like send a little note with a discharge sometimes? Be like, hey, don't worry. This is not cottage cheese you're fine uh yeah. just don't worry about it it was just a weird day didn't have enough water I mean like yeah my de- my hydration levels I've learned can affect the amount and type and color and smell of discharge and like, oh, yeah. great so if I drink like one less sip of water maybe um maybe, my- that day. <laughs> maybe someone looks at you the wrong way and yeah. your discharge gets affected you know yeah the cervix was like hey don't look at me like that I see you and then it's like boom <laughs> <laughs> I've got some nasty stuff today. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Or maybe she's having a bad day. She's like, here. 
It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> or maybe, you know, they're talking to our IUDs and they're like word vomiting the drama that they've gone through and the word vomit just happens to be in the form of discharge. And That's so it's insane. like, sorry. But yeah. yeah, it would be really helpful if like movies would show like crusty underwear. On <laughs> yes. Oh God, yes. Um, I especially notice this when I'm running because uh, I'll be honest, I rewear my running underwear all the time because yeah. it's like half an hour and it just gets really sweaty. Um, I, of course, I know not to rewear it too many times because then I'll get a yeast infection. Of I mean, course. it's like yes. there is a, <laughs> there's a threshold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> finicky but, little things yes but yeah, yeah, my yeah. underwear gets super crusty I'm a, like, I'm a big supporter of re-wearing clothing so yes I support yeah. that yeah um and you know it's like hanging there on our drying rack after yeah running and then I go to put it on again I'm like is it bad that I worry if I'm gonna get like friction burn underwear burn from how crusty this is I mean good thing you're no, not gonna... it's valid <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like stiff you know um from all that crust yeah but, yeah yeah I agree I think we could show some more crusty underwear in yeah. the general yeah media people, people out there as you are <laughs> entering into your you know sexually active lives mm. Don't worry if you see undies on the floor and there's some crusty stuff in there. That's, that's yeah. life, okay? <laughs> that's Don't life, give anybody baby. a hard time about that. <laughs> yeah, life is You should is be crusty. concerned if they're totally clean. You should be like, is your body working? <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Oh, man, that should be a whole campaign. Like, clean underwear doesn't exist if you are a lady um yeah let's get over that and if your undies are clean you need to be concerned and go to the gynecologist right now yeah yeah <laughs> like let's let's praise dirty underwear dirty underwear is good that means your cervix is like out of here out of here yeah and if not it's like having a little filth party in there and you need help <laughs> <laughs> you need help yeah oh <laughs> uh, you need that giant q-tip thing in there probably Central. Yeah. <laughs> um great i really like this call with our cervixes i think yeah that's a great is, question it inspires me um to write a conversation with my cervix and, yeah, say, and turn it into wallpaper that is hanging in <laughs> cute gyno offices yes oh it's great we are going to change the world of gynecologist offices they're going to be real mind. fun okay <laughs> yeah little twinkle lights some candles oh, some like twinkle lights yeah better lighting yeah, like give me a stuffed animal or something. I don't know. I just want some comfort when it's usually, you know, when someone's down there, it usually means that I'm with someone and like cuddling to some extent. So if someone else is down there, you know, like my senses is to hold on to something. Like, yeah, that's absolutely. my instinct. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Let's get stuffed animals, some oxytocin flowing. Yeah. Yeah, stuffed um, animals and better lighting. Oh my god! Sometimes I'm like, you know, undressed, waiting. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, is that what I look like? <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. I can see every yes. single part of every piece of blemish yep. on every part of my. Yep. <laughs> yep. Lots of there's lots of hairs, and I'm like, whoa, dang, that's yeah. that's intense. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I did not know I had a full mustache. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, me too. And my um, the hair follicles on my legs seem to just oh, like really pop. God, out, like, yeah. And then everything's purple, like all yes, of a sudden. It's <laughs> like what I left today. Like, look, I looked at myself and I left. And I looked okay. <laughs> yeah, are like it's, it's like I guess yeah. I, I know you got to see, but like you need to see inside. Like, put a headlamp on <laughs> and let the rest of me look good. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be great. Like a nice, cozy, dark office with just some gyno with a headlamp, <laughs> some candles and stuffed animals and wallpaper. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. We are on to something new here. <laughs> oh, uh, what do you God. do for a living? I'm a gynecology office redecorator. <laughs> <laughs> interior design for your interior. If you know uh, what, what room would you like today? Would you like the space room? Would you like the floral room or we have the camping room? <laughs> Where do you feel most comfortable? Yeah. What's your fields today? How are you feeling? We also have the room. chocolate room. Yeah. 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 Everything's out of mm-hmm. It's a really fun room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, some treat bags to take from the everything's edible room and take home your goodies Gosh. why don't we get a goodie bag yeah why i want a goodie, get bag. a goodie bag after <laughs> like what I know, some, yeah i mean like, give me a sticker that says i got checked today woohoo i got a pap smear like i voted but i got a pap smear yeah i got a pap and like cute pins and yeah yeah um maybe like a chapstick <sighs> yeah <laughs> chapstick with a little bit of sparkle or something um one more question for you Megan LaPlante yes what is and we are going to be cut off I can feel it as I'm about to say this but let's start what is your (laughs) okay here we go what is your final message for listeners including Alyssa but also others. <laughs> Future inevitable listeners that we will have. Megan, what is your yeah. final message for listeners other than Alyssa and perhaps Leah? Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> including them, including them, because they including are my them. Most importantly friends. them, but... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I... There's so many things in my mind that is my mm. final message, but Uh, I will say, I think as a whole, um, we as a society are on a really cool path to destigmatizing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And my mm, final message, I think overall would be everyone to, I would encourage everyone to be a part of that destigmatizing process. Mm. Um, Like, you know, if you are uncomfortable with this subject matter, I think that's perfectly understandable and normal. But mm-hmm. I would encourage just like practicing getting more mm. comfortable, even mm-hmm. if that's like a solo experience. Like, yeah, if you haven't looked at yourself with a mirror, I would encourage like maybe that's like your first baby step. Um, yeah, maybe just looking at yourself in the mirror, like as a whole in general. You know, some some of us aren't quite that comfy with that yet. And just really like owning your body. You don't have to be completely happy with it, but start practicing, like just owning your body, taking like ownership of yourself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's scary when we're talking about health and, you know, especially 
you know, when there's the potential of like abnormal paps or just any sort of issues with like your reproductive health. Um, you know, it's, it's intimidating. It's scary. Going to the doctors usually isn't for like good reasons. Um, so I understand that that's daunting for some people or like a lot of people are just kind of scared, but, um, it's kind of like if you have a hard time saving money, but you really want a savings account, like if you mm. start putting like $5 away, mm. you know, every month and then all of a sudden you see like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I have like $100 saved. It makes yeah. it feel good. And then it yeah. motivates you to want to do it more. So I would say it's like an equivalent experience. Like it's not necessarily like super fun. Not everyone right. thinks it's super fun, but the more you do it and the more comfortable you get, I think you'll find that you feel really good. It like it does feel good to be responsible. It does feel good to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. um I think that's like a certain type of pride that I would love for everybody to feel. And yeah, uh, yeah I would just encourage people to talk more. Um, yes. you know, ask questions, like form a community. Um, chances are there's so many people who have gone through the exact same thing as you. Mm-hmm. If you talk about it more, you'll find that and you'll feel more and more comforted. Um, that's just something that we need to do as a whole, but especially yeah. with, like sexual health. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I guarantee like the more you talk about stuff and open up and ask questions and ask your friends like, Hey, have you ever chances are they're going to say yes. yes. And then you'll yes. feel more normal and, oh, and much better part of a community and you'll feel yeah. better and together we can kind of help each other figure out things and, and do Google stuff, you know, yeah. Up. Don't be afraid. Like get to know your bodies, get to know yeah, all of those and, things about yourself and get to know it yourself because mm-hmm. I've been guilty back in the day, like right before I really became sexually active, I was so scared of everything because I didn't, I didn't have good sex education. So, and I didn't uh, always use the best methods, (laughs) which meant, I mean, in terms of searching information and I went to Google and I freaked myself out thinking I had all these things wrong with me when I had like a bump on my, on my labia. And it turns out it was just a cyst from, I don't know, something I was in Nicaragua at the time some water or something got yeah the google the google thing's like a double-edged sword because it's helpful but it's like something that should be used with caution or take a grain of salt because it's just a generalized you know search result sort of thing whereas if you have a close girlfriend or family Mm -hmm. member or someone Mm -hmm. you can be like yo have you ever had like a tiny little bump chances are they're gonna say yes yeah and I got through it I it reminds me of like I try, I mean, Google is so easy now to just, yeah. I mean, I typed in what can, what does the cervix do? And it tells me, and I, mind, I like have to stop myself sometimes. And before I ask a question to Google, like, does, is there someone I know that can answer this question for me and know me as a person <laughs> first? Yeah. Um, so that way that the answer is less like generalized. And I think it's really good to depend on each other like you're saying to uh learn from and to share so because no matter what if we all just keep googling things the stigma doesn't go away it doesn't Um, and then maybe you're left 
wondering more questions and yes um you know it's like there's so many times I find myself going I wish this was more normalized or like uh, you know yeah. it'd be so nice if this is it's like the only way to do that is to contribute you know right like have yeah. conversations ask people stuff get out of your comfort zone right be a little vulnerable um yeah Call your cousin. Call your cousin and be like, Basically. Hey, I have a tampon stuck in my body. What do I do? Yes. <laughs> do you remember that conversation? Oh, or yeah. Never like... forget. And you know why I knew how to help you? Because guess what? It happened to me. And, right. I know. This is, this is how I go through my life, basically. It's like <laughs> Megan has definitely been through this. So let me call You know, her. it's an honor to be the one who has to experience the thing. <laughs> And then you get to benefit from (laughs) me having already experienced it. (laughs) Yeah. Megan LaPlante was my sex. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) totally. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that happened to me. I didn't didn't know at the time, but now I can tell you. (laughs) Yeah, squat like you're pooping. Squat like you're pooping in the woods. (laughs) Dig in there. Oh, yeah. Dig in. Get some lotion on there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, gosh, those are the things that make life just better, you know, and and right. find yourself. My biggest yeah. takeaway would be like contribute to destigmatizing and find yourself a good buddy. Yeah, yeah, uh, a female anatomy. Yeah, maybe. yeah, somebody um, you, you can think. call when you have a tampon stuck in your body. Yeah, and it's like I really can't feel it in there. It's not gonna come out, and you start freaking yeah. out. I mean. I was convinced that it was just going to yeah. like get sucked up into my uterus or something. Yeah. It was weird. Um, well, that's another piece of advice out. is like, try, don't freak out. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. more prone mm-hmm. to like the freak out, uh, mm-hmm. uh, initially. And I'm trying to work on yeah. that because as I'm learning, so many things are so common, you know, and like, mm-hmm. even if it is pretty bad, like we're just so lucky that we live in a time where there are a lot of resources and, you know, that's mm-hmm. a, another valuable thing of having a good gynecologist is like they can usually um, put you a, a peace of mind. Yes. But don't freak yeah. out. Ask an expert. I mean, call your girlfriend. Yes. Call your cousin yep. first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because she's the one. She's the call only one. Call me. 601 Oh, yeah. The FOMO of my anatomy is also real, isn't it? So real. You got to know. So real. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, um, our bond has really been displayed for all to hear. And um, I'm really glad that we can celebrate. I I talk about women's history and I think – you know, this is going to be a part of history Absolutely. in a way. To some We're doing people. it right now. Um, that's it's pretty happening. cool. We're a part of it. <laughs> We're making history. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Go on. Destigmatize uh, the cervix and vagina and uterus and fallopian tubes and eggs. And um, where I really do think you should be a sex ed teacher one day. Thank Just, you so much. I do yeah. think about that quite often. And I feel right. like that's like, that's like a... Uh, something that could happen you know it's like one of yeah. those like, later in life just switch ups and like yes you could be that older woman that you want yeah. to see in the I, I gyno office mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yeah part of me feels like I haven't quite like earned it yet you know yeah yeah, yeah. I'll get to a point in life where I'm like I'm ready 
<laughs> going to be like having weird, weird, weird discharge and have had another sort of something weird happen. And you can then tell young women like, hey, I had that smelly stuff come out and yeah. I'm okay. I'm like, okay. Look at me. driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 90 and thriving people. Yeah. Like clearly I am like really fabulous. I'm totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I like the idea of like entering into that time of life. Like, mm-hmm. You know, maybe I've had a kid. Maybe I, yeah. you know, tried X, Y, and Z, and da da da. So we're we're creeping our way towards that future. But I really mm-hmm. appreciate that because I think something's calling me there and has been mm-hmm. for a while. And we'll see. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll just keep talking about all these subjects. Yeah. Um. Yes, I think we have sufficiently wrung out the humor of talking about <laughs> cervical. Not cervical cancer that that's not that's not funny right cervical cancer awareness and all things part of it yes it can we can make fun um because it's not it's not like a taboo we can we can talk about it and laugh Um, yeah super it's been awesome yes thanks megan of course and um you know i like i said i accept donuts as bribes for the next podcast. Girl, Alyssa, I on your mailbox, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> this girl wants to be a returning guest. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I got my work cut out for me. <laughs> okay, Maggie. Thanks again. Um, and to all the listeners outside of the two... <laughs> Yeah, soon to, I be. Think it's soon to be. I'm really excited for the listeners that join and get caught up. Yeah, and they're like, why haven't I listened to this before? This is amazing. This um, is so fun. Oh my God. You girls yeah. have like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I want to call my gynecologist and ask if there can be an everything edible room. Um, oh, I really, I'm, I'm stuck on that. I know, I really want the edible room and I really want the space room. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those plastic stars could be on the ceiling. Yeah. And then, and then like the light little on. light thing that kind of like turns or like moves so it feels like yes. the sky is like moving over you. Like awesome. a planetarium. Is that too much to ask? I want a planetarium. <laughs> <laughs> or your disco ball. It's like could, could oh, I bring my disco God, ball to the apartment? Room. <laughs> room of disco balls. Like, hey, this just makes me feel better. Do you mind? <laughs> Do I hold my disco ball? <laughs> this is my emotional support disco ball. <laughs> Got a little vest on. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Well, until the next time, Megan LaPlante. Until then. Uh, yeah, I'll just talk to you later. Go look at your vagina. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>